0: Here, you're ready. I'm ready as a twizzle my mustache. I don't know if that's some kind of Scottish saying. I, have, I don't know. What? what that twizzle? Is. Well, I understand the concept, like what you're currently doing, twizzling what you're calling a mustache. Please, please. Oh, man. I can't wait to see what your stash looks like at the end of November. November.
1: I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Diet what? Ah, it's a little bit darker, you know, at the minute. Oh. At the minute, because I've got a, f- a full don't even call it a beard no got no some peach It's like a beard on. of a 17 year old wow, man, that hurts well at the minute it kind of looks a little bit amish because my my tash is quite blonde so it looks like i've just got the undergrowth going on but <laughs> old, as of the old underbeard what's the date today the 30th no the yeah, 30th.
0: is it tomorrow's yeah. the 31st yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: so as of tomorrow the undergrowth will be getting trimmed down and the tash will be remaining starting I'm going starting from fresh
0: no you have to
1: start no, fresh no. fresh is best no. fresh is best no, because last year I started fresh and nobody even noticed that I was doing Movember <laughs> they got to like the 31st You're like oh you've, you've been doing that the have whole have you not month?
0: shaved for a couple of days <laughs> yeah Yeah. so so um, we, we are doing Movember we as, are. as a gym
1: you set us up set us up we've got team the uncivilized Mo Bros
0: <laughs> so how <to laughs> have ask- you seen Mikey Goods? Yeah, well he's been growing his out. Like that's unfair. He should he should fresh he's fresh. Not. He's keeping it going. I know. I would have kept mine too. You should have kept yours. Yeah. There's no shame it. in it. Like It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross,
1: but you want it the grosser the better. You because think, the more know, the more it's noticeable, the more people are like, What is that on your face? And then you're like, Well, actually <laughs> yeah. it's for a great cause. Yeah. It's a it's the way to spark conversation. So
0: how does that work exactly?
1: In terms of what? Like
0: how how does money Money get from point A to point so, B is. It, are we as a t- like so team? Yeah, so you can, join, yeah. so you can join
1: our team. You can do it individually, yeah. um, or you can join our team, um, and I set up the link I put on our Instagram as well and our, our Facebook group today. Um, and then if you're doing it, join the team, and then we have like a collective pot that we can raise as a gym. Okay, um, and it's really easy to donate through the link as well. Um, but it's cool, man. Like, I was telling you about yesterday, I've got a couple of mates back home that do some pretty big things with Movember, some crazy challenges and stuff. Um, and, like, there's tons of great charities out there, but this is kind of like... Got, a lot of people think Movember is just people growing mustaches. Yeah, And yeah, that it's yeah. not an actual charity, but Movember yeah. itself is a charity. Because
0: I feel the, like that was a thing, like it was a no-shave yeah. November. Yeah,
1: I think it did start as that. Okay. And All right. then... To, I, I don't know if it started as a charity or if it started as kind of, like... Fun thing, yeah. I don't know, and then anyway, Movember came along, turned into charity, and then started doing a lot of stuff around men's mental health and suicide yeah. prevention, and then testicular cancer and prostate cancer as well. Okay, um, so yeah, all the money goes towards helping out with those things. Um, and then we're also, I posted about this today as well, but we're also doing uh, a little kind of workout coffee morning on Saturday, the 30th of November. So, okay, try and get as many people down as we can. I'll, uh, I'll get a good workout in together and then finish off with some coffee and, uh, and treats after. If you, people feel like baking, any uh, any goodies? Sure. I know that Atsch is uh, those sticky buns that Atsch made for the open. Yeah, those are good. Deadly.
0: Man, I've had so many like cinnamon bun sticky buns yeah. in the past. Like it's this- Kate's mom's been going through a cinnamon bun phase as well. It's, it's over the top. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Tried my first JJ Bean cinnamon bun as well last Oh, week. did you have one of those? thing so that good. those things like they almost look like too nice to eat though there's a lot of them yeah
1: it kind of by the end of it, it was like okay i feel a bit sick now
0: no nah, that wouldn't have been me i bet you i bet you i could eat four of those in one sitting i don't know
1: Well we'll find out we'll get some <laughs> in on that, that saturday we be, can have a post-workout chowder.
0: man i can eat more cinnamon buns than anybody else you still had a seagulls one no but i've had just about everything Oh, no,
1: you need to get a seagulls one uh, they're
0: different. They're like, they're thick. They're heavy. They're like but see, you a kilogram had, uh, yeah. of cinnamon bun. Yeah, you know that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Except, well, two point two pounds. Two point two pounds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, have you haven't had a grounds for coffee? Mm-hmm. Um, I have not. Those, those are supposed to be things. the best in the city, Yeah, I've heard. So. I've heard that from multiple sources. I think we could probably get get cinnamon buns uh, on deck at the end. Of, end so of, that, uh,
1: Let's get some cinnamon buns from November and let's. Put some little fake mustaches on them.
0: Of cream cheese frosting. Cream cheese frosting. Sure. Not of sprinkled hair. Yeah. Well, God, that's not. What a waste of cinnamon buns I that know. would be. I know. That would be. But what what else do we have to catch up on? No, we have the fact game? that I was away. Oh, for goodness' sake! We all know. You I missed this place, man.
1: It was uh, it was it was uh, tough leaving everybody here.
0: It was good. You had a good time. Yeah, it was good fun.
1: Yeah. yeah it was good fun Oregon let,
0: coast let, I was about to say let the viewers know where you went Oregon coast Portland Seattle and that nice and had your fair share of coffee a lot of coffee yeah
1: visited a lot of coffee places
0: probably best coffee
1: Stumptown man sometime was good yeah like There's a- they had some beans that they just they only sold in like the yeah. main Stumptown groceries really nice we
0: bought a couple bags you should have gone to this place in Everett that has like possibly the best coffee I've ever had. It's yeah. called is it Rhythm? I
1: think is what it is. Portland's got cool food and drink scene. For sure. It's like I really liked it because it's a little bit weird. I mean they're like they're, like they're like their like tagline is keep Portland weird. Yeah. And it is kind of weird. It is kind of weird, but it's yeah. cool because there's so many brands and so many places that are, like, really individual. Yeah, 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 for sure. Nothing
0: about it is vanilla. No. Not even no. close. It's a it's a cool place.
1: It's a cool place. And then
0: Seattle was, like, you said that you were the opposite, but Seattle for me, I was like, eh. So yeah, see, I really like Seattle. But I haven't been to Portland in a while. I've been to Portland probably, like, three or four times, and I haven't been in, like, a couple years. Um... But yeah, I really like Seattle. I think Seattle is just so different. Like neighborhood to neighborhood is so different. I feel like when you go to Portland, like it's, it kind of just feels like it's Portland. But I like, feel
1: like they had really like they almost had very similar feeling to like Kits. Like they've got those those houses that come up the streets yeah, and yeah, just yeah. city, yeah. which yeah. I like. Yeah, but I suppose you're you're a Yankee. You like the city, <laughs> I like city vibes. Um, but no, and then you guys did the podcast me last week. I listened to it. It was good, man. It was funny. I was just hurt that you didn't have something more sentimental to ah, say I'm missing I knew, you, I knew you were going to. I Katie oh, just said that man. she missed the fact that I did the social media. Erin was the only one that came up with the goods. She was like, "It's got a nice presents." I was like, "Oh, thanks."
0: One, one out of three. Hey, man, that ain't bad. Could have been worse. Could have been. Oh, yeah. Could have all been like, but "We don't really I, miss it." <laughs> <laughs> is he really coming back oh no oh, shit. oh so, good, to, good to be back back in the swing of things yeah yeah we've got another uh another open workout how about last open workout holy hannah awesome deadlift deadlift for days just so heavy yeah the good news is we're, we shouldn't see anything that heavy again no although i would say like there's probably gonna be some clean action there's it's gotta be like rowing wall balls and classes I reckon there's got to be gym, there's got to be some muscle ups
1: yeah because we've not had because we up toes to bar yeah we've had toes to bar we've not had any pull ups but they'll probably get saved for the last week last week is always pull ups and thrusters and yeah. then this week like we've things that we've not seen are both ring and bar muscle ups not seen any rowing we need one of those you know,
0: one of those charts, you know, where you just X off the movements. Yeah. Of...
1: But there's always some sort of like high school gymnastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe the heaviest thing we've seen will be or was this past workout. Yeah. Let's
1: hope. Well, the only thing that heavy been heavier or heavy to that point was last year when it was the cleans, the double unders, and the toes to bar. Yeah. And you had to earn your way to the like. Snatches we were like that though too. had a three fifteen bar and the cleans last year
0: yeah two years ago they had snatches like that was it two years ago I it was three years ago yeah cause it, it, sn- well. it snatched it like it snatched at 75 135 and then the next weight was like 185 I think yeah yeah pretty, pretty and that one was time capped too it was like you had to work through yeah. one portion to get what to the next what was that it was double unders double unders chest to bars and snatches does that sound right or was it toes to bar I don't know I think it was toes to bar and chest bar yeah 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 and yeah yeah there was no double in one there's nothing anyway we digress yeah so. just back to a rambling see this is uh, what yeah. happens we just just diving deep shit. down the hole
1: we just D- D- but yeah that's uh this week anything else we've got gymnastics class start oh yeah on, um, sunday. What
0: on sunday? sunday what time is that
1: 10 to 11 10 to 11 10 to 11 posting that on what if i post a little uh so does
0: that change the open gym
1: yeah, Open Gym is going to be at 11 to 12. All right, so it'll be just a solid hour there. Yeah, but that gymnastics class, we uh, I put up a post on Instagram for weeks about that, weeks ago about that. Um, that's going to have a main focus for the day, so we're not going to come in and just be like, yeah, cool, do gymnastics for yeah. them. We're going to be focusing on a skill. Um, we'll break that down. We'll probably section it off into a few different ability levels um, sure. so we can practice on certain levels that we're at and progress through those. And then we'll finish off with... Uh, a kind of functional bodybuilding style finisher where there's a lot of these movements that require like that rex strength to be able to do them so yeah like things just take pull-ups for example we want to be working on like we've said so many times in this podcast towards getting a strict pull-up because that is going to transfer really well over to being able to do strict i mean to keeping pull-ups butterfly pull-ups all those like Dynamic gymnastic movements, so um, tons of accessory movements that we'll be doing with that as well, and then it's a good opportunity to come in, do that, and have some structure to mm-hmm. your training, and then maybe practice that in open gym or do yeah. a workout in open gym straight after.
0: Yeah. Well, and it, like we don't often get just a chance to to just work on the gymnastic skill, but then also get like a fair bit of volume. Yeah. Uh, in that gymnastic skill, because a lot of times, like we get a skill that comes up, and it's like muscle ups and like you get like 15 minutes to work on muscle-ups, like and it. then like you know you're not gonna be able to utilize the muscle-up in the workout yeah. because there's so many more parts going on in the workout. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like this will be like a, hey, practice the skill, and then try to apply the skill in a workout that may have a time domain to it, but it won't necessarily be like, you know, it won't have an additional barbell movement. Yeah. Or it won't ha- like so you major, can just focus. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Like if yeah. you don't, <laughs> if anything, it's going to give you, um, a bit of direction and guidance because lots of times it just ends up being one of those things where you're like, Hey, I want to work on muscle ups. And you come in and you're like, "Hack yeah, <laughs> with no like structure yeah. and you're just like hooped with the yeah. whole thing. That's what, like when I was first learning muscle ups,
1: that's how I learned was just did it, failed. Yeah. Did it a few more times and kept on failing and, and then eventually got one and was like, oh, that's how it feels. But like, I would have, I mean, sure, anybody would have in the past really wanted to do it, but greatly benefited from having a structure to For sure. And sticking sure. to that. And then even even if you, you see that, oh, this week it's going to be muscle ups, so I really want to go and learn about that. Yeah. Then there's going to be skills that you can take away from that session and put into your own, own training, whether yeah. you're able to come in an open gym or spend five minutes before a class. And it's like, oh, we went over these drills that are going to help me progress to that next level of getting the muscle up or whatever the skill is and mm-hmm. use them in your own time. It's not just a one-off, like, you can only do this here.
0: How many times does it take you to get a muscle up?
1: How many times did it take me, like, before I got my first muscle up? Yeah. So I'd never done one, bearing in mind that I was actually, like, 230 pounds when I first started CrossFit. Poke shop, is that you? <laughs> and uh, I'd never got on, and then it was... 18.2 was the lunges mm-hmm. and uh, and then you would get onto the bars of the muscle up and in the warm up for that it was my first ever open it was like two weeks after I started CrossFit and uh, in the warm up for that I got my first ever muscle up and I was like Get you me like up. a schoolgirl, get me to regionals and yeah <laughs> that was when I didn't really have, finish in the UK I didn't really, really have a concept of yeah. like CrossFit how fit, fit everybody more. else was. <laughs> yeah no and, uh, and then Got through the lunges in the workout. Got to the bar and couldn't get a muscle up, and was gutted. And I remember literally got through that first portion, hacked away at a muscle up for like seven <laughs> minutes, like two hundred and thirty pounds swinging off a spiel bar with no yeah. grips. And I came down after the workout and I like, looked at my hands, hands. <laughs> and I just had like every callus was ripped off, my palm was ripped off, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what have I done? This this is awful." Yeah, this is not and good. This is not good. Couldn't shower myself that night. Like, couldn't put them underwater because they were that yeah. sore. Ended up having to go down to the body shop, and it was closed on the next morning, and I knocked on the window, and the woman opened up the shop because she saw how bad my hands were, That's and funny. then gave me some, uh, some medicinal cream to get on them, and some little cotton gloves to sleep with, and they healed up so quick, man.
0: Yeah, on that note, I've seen, like, um, just, like, people post stuff on Instagram. Uh, first thing is, if you, if you shred your hands... Like, try to clean them as best as possible because yeah. it's, it's painful to it sucks yeah, But it's an open wound, like, you need, to, you need to clean that, rinse it, right? And then, really, what is like for healing, like, the, keeping them moist yeah. it is good. Yeah,
1: so many people come in and they've like, they're just like, oh, I'll let them dr- I'll dry, I'll just up, let them dry yeah. out. And they, they just crack. crack and get deeper and yeah. more painful. Honestly, top tip go to the body shop get hemp cream what the hell is the
0: body shot the body
1: shot it's it's big in the uk there's like two in vancouver because i've got the hemp cream. oh okay it's like it's like like that kind of thing um
0: i'm like bro we maybe you put bondo on your hands you didn't take it out of the body shot,
1: shot. But yeah. the, the body shot it's like it's creams and yeah, all yeah. that good stuff um so yeah they've got hemp cream yeah honestly lather that on there heals them up
0: in yeah. days second second pro tip if you're gonna use the cream, latex gloves over top of it. Cotton gloves. Well, I don't know. What, I don't. What do you mean by cotton gloves? Cotton, cotton gloves, you get. I don't think cotton, cotton uh, gloves. I don't. I don't think cotton gloves really function like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know do. how they would function. Well, they're just, the they're just.
1: No, but they're. They're just like white cotton gloves. They look like a mime artist. <laughs> <laughs> you put them on when you sleep.
0: No, 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 no. I know, but that's what I'm saying. It keeps them in. It keeps the moisture in. Cotton gloves, no, dude. Yeah, but if it you lets do, it soak at the do, same time.
1: No. Whereas you, just if you go to sleep with latex Listen, gloves on, latex you're gonna wake glove. up with some sweaty no. little paws.
0: Yeah, but it'll keep them relatively moist. You put okay. that cream. On. Next time I rip, I'm
1: gonna try it. Yeah, you should. I'll uh, that's
0: that's. I've never done that. I've rarely ever rip. Uh, I use grips now, uh, but I probably could count on one hand the amount of times I've actually ever yeah. ripped. Oh, dude. I probably have ripped three times. Really? Yeah. You should weigh 95 pounds, man. <laughs> well, you know, so what can I say? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. that, and then get yourself a good pair of uh, grips, of like grips yeah. and then clippers oh, to yeah. get, get the calluses off. Yeah, don't go, go too crazy
0: with that shit, though, man, because I've seen people who are like, oh, yeah, I went, I went nuts kind of cutting away in my hand, so it's hands. It's like, Jesus Christ, where,
1: where's your palm? <laughs> yeah. Right? No, there's a, there's a fine line, but. If, For you, sure. if you have a buildup of that dead skin, so much easier to rip.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can trim them I down agree. every so often. I'd agree. You and if get a little, like, if you d- stuff. It, yeah, if you do none of that, like the the surefire way not to rip is like when you feel yourself slipping on a bar, just come off. Yeah. Just come off the damn bar, because yeah. you're losing your grip, and what'll happen is that friction will build, and your calluses will catch, and then just tears the skin off your hair it's the worst no it's terrible it's so which is funny because this, this we could we actually could have done a complete podcast on like yeah. hand, Grip. Ca- hand care hand grips care, i think maybe we go that direction we go in that direction we go on
1: accessories yeah because there's so many people who come in and like what do I need for CrossFit? Yeah.
0: So, to be fair, the direction we were going to go is we were going to do, like, the uncivilized uh, grocery list, Yeah. right? So, like, top things you need, but we'll save that. Let's save that for next week. I, I kind of like the direction we're going. Yeah. All right, so... So, we
1: talked about number one. We're trying to save our hands.
0: I think grip is, like, number one, man. Right. So, he, here's my thing with grips. I, personally, I never used grips until this past, like, year maybe when my volume increased yeah. not like it wasn't i i didn't go from like you know four to five workouts in a week i went from like multiple gymnastics style workouts in a week where you'd be doing like pull-ups then muscle-ups the next day then toes about like where your hands just couldn't take yeah. it so i think generally speaking like if you have good grip you don't need grips but if you're somebody who legitimately rips all the time, like just buy yourself a pair of grips. Yeah.
1: And there's, there's a difference between really shit grips and good grips. Yeah, yeah. Right? For And sure. I don't think I noticed that until I got a pair of the victory grips. Yep. Yep. Right? And you've got to find something that suits you as well. People have For different sure. preferences about the material and yep. about the thickness and things like that. And that was always the reason I didn't get set in the first place. So it's like, oh, like my grip goes anyway. Yeah, I why would know, I put that something up? thickness? I was um, the same way, like I didn't and, want anything yeah. in between. And then it, when I started ripping all the time, yeah. I was like, I need to protect my hands. And
0: realistically, it takes, a, it takes like five or six workouts to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I almost can't even imagine not using
1: it. No, i like, now if I jump, even if I'm in a class and yeah. I jump up on the steel bar like, to like give a demonstration of a, of a beat kick, I'm like, yeah. oh, God, no, it doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah,
0: we, that happened to us when we were traveling. I did a workout with bar muscle ups, and I was like, I'm gonna rip my hands off. I'm do you not my have your grips cards. no
1: I always stick them in my bag in yeah. my bag wherever dude you
0: smelled my grips I can't take oh, them yeah. don't put them anywhere you won't get, so, over, you won't get through customs yeah. for those I would say I would say that the number one grip brand in my experience is the Victory Grips yeah. I own a pair Rory has a pair Coach Mike B has several pair yeah. they are like high quality Katie's got a, a Katie just got pair. a pair Aaron likes to use mine they're Basically, like you can, you can opt for leather or synthetic. You can opt for ones that have two finger, to, or two holes. Shit, they even have like a one Yeah, head. they've got like a one Two holes, three holes, a full hand, or one with no holes that just flip over the bar. So, you know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. The downside to them is once you get them here, they're easily $65, $70. Yeah, they're, so they're not cheap. I would say the next one down is like the bear complex. They're like 40 bucks. Yeah, they're they're more reasonable. Rich Froning wears them. Yeah, so they must be doing something. He right <laughs> something. There. And they're the traditional like two or three finger ones. Yeah, I think
1: whenever you're looking at a pair of those as well, the best thing to look at is that obviously you strap them round your yeah. wrist. Look for a singular piece of leather, even if it's got a strap on the outside. Yeah, but something that's going to protect you underneath that buckle. Because I used yeah. to have those ones where the oh, buckle just would be dig on into your, your you. skin. And it would just cut you up. Yeah, but yeah. Save yeah. your hands. Save your hands. Save your hands. Next bit, of kit.
0: Uh, if I had to, if I had to get something else, I mean, I think shoes are the number one. Yeah, you know, like I don't even think we need to dive into that because no. we, talk, we talked. You talked about to, that last week. Yeah, yeah. It's like rock a pair, rock a pair of flatter, maybe wider yeah.
1: sole shoes. Nanos, Metcons, Nobles, yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, you can do everything in them as well because For you sure. see so many. You see so many people that come in and especially when we're starting to load a barbell, whether it is on a clean or a squat yeah. or a snatch or anything like that, you've got running shoes on, your feet are uh, moving all over, all over, the, over place. the place. Just have a bit of stability, but then also okay. having the ability to jump outside a 400 meter run because sure. they're fairly cushioned, yeah. it's like, it's a game changer. Yeah.
0: And you know what, unless you're working up to like maximal loads, like I would, I rarely put on a pair of weightlifting shoes. Like Coach Mike B owns like three pair and I've he never, never, never wears his. Them. He's got some sweet ones. <laughs> yeah, he loves like, some I, OG I own a couple pair and like I just don't even wear them anymore. No,
1: they're um, like if you if you're getting more into your weightlifting, then yeah, for sure get them. Um, if I mean, there's there's kind of two sides to this argument. Some people say if you struggle with mobility. Then, yeah. then get them. I can buy that. Some nah. people say you need to access. Well, the you mobility. need to, yeah. yeah need to, instead of sure. trying to bypass the fact you've got poor mobility <laughs> by raising your heels, yeah. you just need to work on your yeah. mobility.
0: I can see both sides. Yeah, right? yeah. just pick a good, good um, cross-training shoe. Yeah, right. But and there's I, also ones like now, the Matcon's come with a heel lift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like a two, two and one. Yeah. I mean, that's where kind of my money would be yeah. on that new Matcon. Although mm. I like the new Nanos as well. I mean, yeah. you have those. I'll but appreciate. I think it, it, if I was gonna look, if I was gonna put money into a a second like training accessory. accessory I'd probably go with knee sleeves. Yeah. Um, I think between that the grips and the knee sleeves, like. I own knee sleeves. I don't regularly wear them. There was a point where I wore them all the time, and I remember the first workout I did without them. I just felt naked. It yeah. was just like, oh my god, I, I don't think I can air squat. No. But there's something, uh, man. Just the just the additional warmth. Yeah. They provide. I, I think as well as a bit of structure. Yeah.
1: Just getting your getting your joints warm and mobilized pretty quickly. They aid in that, and
0: then and like you
1: said, a little bit of uh, a little bit of support in there, and you can get different like. Thickness. thickness yeah you can go from three mil five mil and then seven mil yeah. you can even get like the super crazy like 10 mil yeah. lifting ones but yeah, have no you're probably not going to want to use them for yeah. crossfit
0: if you're crazy. ever curious talk to coach mike b he has them all yeah <laughs> if you <laughs> ever want to know about any <laughs> accessory right. mike has got, got them and probably three different variations <laughs> yeah. of them but yeah he's got like you know i'd say like on his body weight days maybe some light weight lifting he's yeah. got like The really thin hook grip ones, which you could probably pick up for like 15 bucks. Yeah. You know, and then he has like, I think he has like a pair of five mils, which five mil, three to five millimeter neoprene is what would be like, that's like your nano or your Metcon of knee sleeves. Like you can wear it for everything. Yeah. It's going to keep your knees warm, it won't restrict blood flow. Like something to think about when you get into like the thick ones, like the seven mil or materials that are more uh, rigid like when that constricts on your leg yeah it may provide like some elasticity but it also may not allow for proper blood yeah. flow so you they can't tend to be more for,
1: yeah they tend to be more for weightlifters yep. or or like powerlifters when yeah. you're doing heavy squats um but good brand that i would i would recommend after trying a couple of different ones i tried the rock tape ones and things like that and they would they would actually rip quite easily. Yeah, the seams would split. But the ones that I got are the minute the ray Yeah, they're really good. They're actually the only ones that are like me- medically approved. Yeah, um, and they're they're really good. They also don't smell because that is one thing. Oh that yeah, would they can smell terribly. In. Like yeah. I would open up my bag and it would smell like vinegar. Yeah, it would yeah. suck. I had the rock Those tape ones, really ones
0: and they blow out. Apparently, their new design is not supposed to yeah. blow off. But like the other. Companies have them, like... uh yeah, there's, all, there's always Bear kind of... Complex has yeah, them. Companies do uh, them. If you go on Amazon, Amazon's pretty good. Like, you could pick up a pair of grips for 12 bucks on yeah. Amazon. You could pick up a pair of knee sleeves for, like, $25. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, like...
1: Just one of those things where, like like most things, you kind of... You get what you pay for. Yeah. They're going to yeah, last for a little sure. bit longer, and they're probably going to be a little bit higher quality yeah. if you invest some money in them. But and the, the, if you want to just test them out and see if... They do aid you in any way. Then go for a cheap pair first, and for then sure. when you're like, oh well, I could actually probably do with investing in this a little bit more. Yeah, because the
0: the knee sleeves are something like grips. You spend seven, $60 to seventy bucks on a grip pair of grips. You probably won't have to buy another pair. No, right? Knee sleeves you'll wear out. Yeah, you'll wear out, and especially if like the one good thing that knee one thing one additional thing that knee sleeves are good for is rope climbs, because yep. you can pull them down over your ankle. Like I. Sh- like shred my ankle through socks like your it, ankle yeah mine's like, inside of my leg eh? mine will, mine will be right across like right right on the shin i always if, get it on the on the thigh yeah if i do if i do it with a, a knee sleeve perfect no yeah. issues no issues so, so number three well i think that kind of that really only leaves like the weight belt. I guess there's a couple other. We'll, we'll go through them all. But like, I think out of the relevant things, like, I suppose, I would split this between a weight belt and tape. What rope? Oh, skipping rope. Ah, yeah. Shit, I didn't even think about. It. So, so, and that
1: that depends for what level you're at. If you've got yeah, yeah. like, if you've got double unders that you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Then having a rope that is like fixed to your height is really beneficial. Yeah, for sure. When you're learning, you're probably going to go through stages of trying out a longer rope, trying out a shorter rope, trying out a weight, like a weight handle or something to see how you feel. Um, But again, like they can range from, you can spend. Oh, yeah. I mean, what an audit just spend on... an RX rope, yeah. RX?
0: Yeah, you know, the thing that I would say is with a rope, if you... If you and we've talked about this whole double-under struggle before, but... Yeah. Initially, if you struggle with double-unders, check to make sure your rope isn't too short. And we use that kind of metric of, like, pulling the, ha- the handle up to the armpit. If you're really good with doubles, you can work with a shorter rope. It's a faster revolution. But the other thing is make sure you're not using a rope that's too light. Yeah. Because I remember Audit was like, bro, I switched to a heavier rope and I got double on it. And I was like, yeah, I because you can feel the rope you in your hands You can feel now. the beep, beep, yeah. like the two. Yeah. The downside is after a while, your shoulders are going to oh, be blown blow out. up. Yeah. Right? So and you, your grip. that's kind of the evolution of it is you just lo- you, you go to a lighter rope. So, yeah. you know, if you're like, if you're out there and you're like, I'm going to buy a rope you could go on any site to buy a rope, but if you bought something, the most basic like skipping rope off of Amazon, you would be fine. Like yeah, if it looks like
1: a, a ball bearing rope yeah. that is gonna. Well, if it looks been... super
0: fancy, you probably don't need it. No, no. <laughs> Like you could go you can in spend, a very basic you can spend rope. like $100 on an RPM. For sure. Easily. Oh yeah, and they're but, sweet. Oh, they're really good. Yeah, They're a like, very good rope, but yeah. both. You need them? Both Mike and I have like the most expensive jump rope that rogues ever made and it doesn't make you any any better at double unders like he actually prefers that the The like 15 dollar jump rope yeah and and that's the thing like don't go out i've worked with so many people over the years they've got eight different jump ropes and it's like just just start with the basic one or just use a house one or you know till you figure it out and know exactly what you want yeah. right so that's one of those ones where it'd be like on the fence for me yeah. I don't necessarily know that I don't think
1: you need your own
0: yeah but. but you know somebody once told me cause I rocked up to a cert one time uh, the competitor cert and I was the only guy there without a jump rope and I was like where are the house jump ropes and I can't remember who it was it was either like Matt Chan or Chris Spiller was like you don't have your own jump rope and I was like what do I need my own jump rope for every gym you go to has a jump rope and they're like but you need a rope like it's a piece of equipment right? If you're a machine, there's special gears that fit your machine. And so you need the right gears. And I was like, all right, well, I never thought about it. Like that. Here Fair I am enough. like trying yeah. to skip away with the like licorice style jump rope. The one so, that's just a bit of plastic. It's yeah, not got any yeah. turn to it. Yeah. Like, do I need to hold the actual rope around? Yeah. So, I mean, tape, tape is huge for me. Like, um, yeah like like thumb good, tape yeah thumb tape and yeah. if you're like I don't really know what I need thumb tape for then you probably don't need it no but, but
1: it only really comes into play if you're hook gripping hook gripping yeah. yeah so we've talked like you'll hear us touch on this every so often in class when we taught when we're either doing uh, cleans or snatches I mean I hook grip everything I bench yeah. and I hook grip just because yeah. it's like ingrained into me yeah But, um, hook grip is where you wrap your thumb around the bar and then you pinch that in with your fingers coming over and wrapping over your thumb. And obviously when you're lifting, that means that a lot of strain and pressure is going through the inside of your thumb, which will lead to the same thing happening. Like we were talking about with your palms, if you're gripping onto something, it's probably going to rip. Okay. So the, uh, yeah, just good tape, like is a game changer.
0: And not like, we're not talking about like the, you know athletic just white tape like there's that, a couple brands yeah. out there um the tape genie is one of them average bro's gym yeah uh is another one they they it's like a stretchy but kind of sticky tape yeah. sticks that, to your
1: thumb but it also really sticks to itself
0: yeah and that stuff is like if i'm doing a lot of snatching I, yeah. that's my first thing yeah like go it on yeah i don't care about yeah. the grips don't care about the shoes yeah that's that's pretty big yeah, and you know yeah. it can double for things that maybe like your wrists or anything like that but also good
1: for putting on your hands underneath your grips yeah if, if you've, you've got, got a some rip, shoot up if you've shape, already got yeah. a, an existing grip.
0: Yeah. but this isn't this isn't to be confused with if your if your hands rip at the base of your thumb because if your thumbs rip at the base of your thumbs it's because you grip the bar too hard mm. and the knurling is just rubbing the inside of your thumbs yeah. and that'll never go away until you start relaxing your grip when yeah. you clean or snatch. And that's where the hook grip comes in. And that's where the hook grip comes So if
1: anybody in. doesn't know what hook grip is and wants to know, it is, it'll feel uncomfortable when you first try yeah. it if you haven't, if you've not done it before and you've been doing like barbell work, but once you get it, it's a game changer in terms For of like sure. saving your grip and yep. workouts. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a weight belt as well?
0: Yeah. You know, man, like, a weight belt's Weight belts a weird one because that's like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's like putting a, a super, supercharger on a car with a bad driver. Like, yeah. you don't want to try to add horsepower to a vehicle if the driver's kind of like so-so, right? Yeah. Well, but I think that,
1: like, the understanding about what a weight 100%, belt One hundred is 100%. a little bit skewed. Like, when yeah. I first started training... In general, like not even CrossFit, just yeah. in general lifting weights, like I thought a weight belt was—you strap it as tight as you can so it supports your back. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that is totally no, not the it case. It is not no. the case. But I think no. a lot of
1: people still see that and go, "Oh, I've got other sword back. I'm going to put I'm a totally weight belt." It. And it's like, that ain't, no, no, that no, ain't that's doing it it. Oh, Yeah, um, no. It sure. might mentally make you feel that like you've got more support, for but
0: sure. and that's a problem. That's yeah. potentially a problem, right? So
1: yeah, because then they're going to rely on that belt for sure. for their, for their uh, positional for work. But like
0: if you're rocking away, if if the workout calls for, as a gentleman, 75 pound snatches, and you are reaching for your weight belt, there's something fundamentally not going right yeah. there. we right? need to we need to address whatever that underlying up. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's maybe no good. Like we gotta we gotta look at that, right? Yeah. If you're going for, let's call it like a one rep max deadlift or a, or a one rep max squat or a clean for sure like those kind of things are like they're it's a training aid yeah but you and shouldn't need to rely on it no,
1: every day. no 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 and what it is what it is meant for is to be able to brace your core against yeah um so it's kind of like a, it's like a cue or something there that you can when when we talk about weightlifting and you'll have heard this cue from all of our coaches many a time is keep that core tight and that comes like eg was saying when you're doing like heavier loads and a squat, a deadlift, a clean. Um, when we want you to brace that core, it is there something to brace that core against, yeah. to push against it and uh, and use that as an aid to complete that lift. Um, it's not to hold your back together. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's it, a couple of different types as well. There's yeah. big old thick leather ones yeah. that you can strap in for uh, maybe some, some squats and deadlifts. And then you've also got... Some lighter Velcro ones that are for maybe some more dynamic movements. Yeah, that like using them in a wad yeah, yeah, and using them in a wad yeah. maybe
0: But the 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 takeaway with the belt thing is like if you're using it on all loads, there's probably something fundamentally we need to work on, yep. right? If you are gonna use a belt, know how to use it, and basically the way you want to set up with a belt. There's a couple ways to do it. You either you either strap a belt down so you can get a couple fingers in there, like just be able to slide your hand in between your waist and your belt, all right? If you can't, if there's no space there, that damn thing is too tight. Like reach. if you're racking it on the rig, right? <laughs> Keep in mind, you, you'll see powerlifters do that, but powerlifters are 300 pounds. They have a lot of mass out, like-
1: In between, in, yeah, in the, between their skin yeah. and their actual core.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you don't have that, right? So if you're gonna use a belt, make sure there's a bit of space because what that space does is when you breathe in and push into your abdomen, like it it doesn't make it so that your guts, your organs are just squished. True story, I watched somebody, we were doing, a, we were doing CrossFit total, one rep max deadlift, one rep max bench press, one rep max squat, not in that order. Uh, sorry, one rep max shoulder press, not bench press. Uh, and I watched somebody that squat is first. I watched somebody throw up after they did the squat because they put their belt on too tight. Everything just got and I scooshed yeah, up like I a shit to her. Toothpaste. Yeah, I said to her, I said, "What? What happened?" She's like, "I threw up." And I looked at. her I was like, "How tight is your belt?" She's like, "As tight as I could get it." And I was like, "Well, that's a problem."
1: You see, if you if you're standing up and you put something as tight as you can get it, imagine what it's gonna feel like when you bend. Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah, shit just gets compressed.
0: Yeah, it's gonna go one way or yeah. the other, I right? Know. And that's no bueno. Especially buena. when you've got a no weight on your back. You know, so I wouldn't say that any one of these things are like a necessity. No, No. not vital. But if, you know, if your hands always rip and you're not willing to take like the absolute like proper precautions with hand repair, buy a pair of grips. Right? If you find that you're going to be going heavy a lot, maybe buy a belt. If your thumbs get chewed up from a hook grip, Buy a roll of tape. It's, it's, uh, you've got to play it by what you need. Yeah. Yeah. There's no
1: point, and you see this a lot. People just go in and I've started CrossFit yeah. I'm going to get everything. everything. Okay. Yeah. You're probably not going to need it all at once no. and you're probably going to end up wanting to get something different. Yeah. In six months anyway because you've bought yeah. the wrong thing. Right. For, year, for
0: accessory by necessity would be the shoes. That's, right. that's yeah. about it. Yeah, that's about it. I mean shit half the time shirts are optional in here yeah. so That's true. That's true. <laughs> rock up with a sweatshirt and proper training yeah. training bottoms you probably be okay uh, you're all good you're all so, good but
1: yeah, yeah. If, you've, if, you've, uh, if you've got any questions about where you can source any of those or what uh, what would suit you then let just know. ask yeah.
0: we're all we're all, all well versed but coach coach Mike B probably is the, he's got the, the array of them all so he, if he knows what's any, going on any samples then yeah He's, let got you know. it all.
1: he's uh he's reviewed all of them he's yeah. a accessory critic yeah his, uh, his an his accessory connoisseur yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so nice one Perfect. all right back to it back in the game after a week off <laughs> welcome back, back round you. of applause welcome back <laughs> all right till next week till next week cheers guys Bye.